I'm Ben Easter, and you're listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast, the podcast that gives you the mindsets, strategies, tips, and tricks to live your freedom and love your life. If you're here, I suspect that you have a total badass inside you, but chances are that you haven't let it play full out yet. Maybe you've been told not to, that it's too much. Maybe you've been worried about what other people will think, or maybe you just haven't made the space to shine. If any of that sounds familiar, you've come to the right place. Each week, my co-hosts and I will be exposing the lies that keep that badass chained and, more importantly, sharing the tools to help you break free and share that most authentic you with the world. So, if you want more freedom, possibility, or courage, then I'd invite you to take a deep breath, get curious, and listen carefully for your shift to freedom. Welcome back to the Shift to Freedom podcast. I am so excited to uh, have this conversation today. But first, I want to start with a quick thank you, a gratitude. We just found out that our podcast is one of the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. Uh, Paige found that out the other day, and um, it's it's thrilling, it's exciting, but I really want to say thanks so much for all of you who have uh, given us reviews, who have listened on a regular basis. I really appreciate you listening and helping us to spread this message of freedom. It's like so important to me, and I just want to say thanks from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Paige, what are we talking about today? We are talking about getting things done and a tendency to kind of white knuckle our way through it and how that might get in the way of what we actually want to accomplish in the world. Totally. Yeah. And uh, the thing that I hear so frequently is like having trouble finding motivation. You know, I really just like, there are these things that I know I should be doing and I'm just not doing them. And if only I, you know, we're doing them. I know that they're really the things that are good for me to do. And if only I... And so there's all, there's this story of like, well, if only I could figure out how to pull the levers inside myself to like make myself motivated, then I would be, you know, I'd be all the things that I want in the world. It can be really detrimental to have this thought, like not, not that useful to have this thought because, well, I think personally, I think motivation is a myth. I I think like we're all motivated to do things intrinsically and it's not about like making yourself motivated to do something. I don't think that really that's possible personally. That's the kind of my, my stance on it. Um, what what you know, do you think is the difference between like making yourself do it, but then there is some mechanism by which we get things done. And is that what people are striving for? Like what's the way that I can show up and get those things done and make that I get things done possible. Yeah. And I think people, I think the, 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 the error in thinking here is that it it comes down to willpower and that, you know, if only I could just summon the willpower to do this thing, then it would work. And I think willpower is, uh, it gets a lot of credit and, and I think it's not as useful as people tend to think that it is. I do think that it's a skill. I think there's a lot of, a lot of good, science that shows that we can, you know, we can cultivate the skill of, you might call it discipline, right? Uh, Of showing up and, um, and that there are ways of doing that, but that all of that stuff is still going to rely on what I think really is the thing that we want to be looking at when we're looking at motivation, which is our intrinsic motivations, what we're actually interested in, what we actually desire in the world. 
Okay. And what we want. So I think it might be useful to, before we dive in, how would somebody know that this is a problem for them? Like, what? how would it be manifesting? Um, yeah, great question. I, one, I think like exhaustion, feeling really exhausted. I'm doom scrolling on social. So like avoidant behavior or procrastination. Yeah. People, people call them, tend to call them those things like procrastination or, you know, like for me, for a long time, it was like video games, like my relationship to video games. But basically if you have, um, if you have a relationship to things in your life that you're, you're feeling distracted by, or you're, you're not, you don't enjoy the relationship that you have with the thing. Okay. Cause like we can look at the world in a, in a very neutral way that there, you can do any activities that you want to, and there's nothing right or wrong about any of those activities, except for what you say is right or wrong. Okay. The, the individual who's doing them. And if you don't like the relationship that you have with a thing, that's where we have some opportunities to look at something, right. And to maybe reframe the way that we're looking at it, change our relationship to the thing. Okay. And what about time management? I think that that's something that people come to me often with of like, I just, how do I, like, what's my strategy for managing my time? How do I look at my calendar and have all of these plethora of things that I want to accomplish, but just continually aren't getting done? Totally. And, and I, so absolutely. Cause I think people think that the solution to this is better time management. And that like, if only I can figure out how to pack more into the day and there's like, and that's, and that's one of the ways that people go about trying to solve this problem. And, um, and there are kind of almost like two splits. There's like, there's like the, the trying to solve the problem by like doing more things. And so like, there are some kinds of people, I think that that's how they show up. They're just like, Oh, I'm just going to do more and I'll solve the problem by like doing a lot of things. And then there's another way, there's another kind of challenge that people are facing, which is I'm, I have a whole bunch of things on my list to do and I'm not doing them. And if only I could like, Oh, will myself to do them, then I would, then everything would get better in my life. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about how we're relating to getting things done or not getting done things. And like the self image that we create about ourselves as the kind of person who puts things on their task list and then watches themselves not show up for those things. Yeah. And, and there's, and, and there's both, there's both ways. There's like, I'm, I'm putting too many things on my task list and I'm, and I'm, I'm feeling super exhausted and burned out and drained. But I think both scenarios wind up feeling a little bit drained. Right. And then there's the one where I have this whole list of things and I'm just like not checking off any of the things. And I don't feel like I'm making any progress. And I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Right. And both of those are like not that comfortable to feel. And there's a lot of different aspects to this particular challenge. Okay. So there's a lot of different ways of going about addressing it and we won't have the time to go into all of them in this podcast. We'll go through some, some high level ones. And then we'll, we'll talk about, there's like, there's some table stake things that I think are really useful for people to understand. But my highest and best vision for this podcast is to, is to help you see things in a different way so that we're not having the experience of even thinking that we want to white knuckle our way through life. Like if I just got to try harder, I just have to have more willpower. I just have to have more discipline. Okay. Cause one, even if that works, I don't think it's that enjoyable of a way to live a life personally. <laughs> it gets in the way of freedom. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't really feel that great to do that. And you might say, all right, but I'm just going to do it for a little while and then I'll get to relax. And a lot of people have this story. I'm just going to work really, really hard you know, crush it, make a lot of money and then I can retire. And I think that's a really like, that's a really common story. 
you know, I'll be happy when X, Y, Z. Yeah. I'll just get there and then I'll be able to, you know, kick off and do whatever. And, um, and I think, I mean, look, your life is your own, do your own thing, more power to you. If that's the way you want to live and you can feel really excited and aligned about it. And my sense is that there's a way to do both that you don't have to choose. I'll, I'll be happy when I'll just put my happiness on the side and I'll go do this thing. I think there's a way to have both. And that's where I really want to open up a little bit of space mm-hmm. to help people shift. To freedom. When you say both, you're talking about the ability to get things done and the ability to feel good about it. after exactly. doing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Cool. And so if you're feeling, um, if you're feeling exhausted, drained, like, overwhelmed, like you're white knuckling a lot, like you're just feeling exhausted and maybe there's not a lot left in the tank or whatever. The first thing that I want to hold space for, as I do with all my clients, is kind of the three physicals. I think there's actually four physicals. Lately, I've been pondering this fourth one, which is the the three physical. Just these are table stakes. These are things to check in with first. Okay. Sleep. Okay. Nutrition. Movement. And then I think the fourth one is cycles, energetic cycles. And I, we, we had did another episode on cycles, what it means to like, you know, to listen to your, maybe your, your hormonal cycle, if you're a woman, but even if you're a man, I think we have cycles. I think there are cycles. I think they're harder to, to get in touch with. My gut says that they're harder to get in touch with as men, because I think it's a slower cycle. I think it's a longer, a bigger cycle and it's a less, well, at least for me, I think it's a less regular cycle. Whereas you have a hormonal cycle that is like, you know, it's, it's almost like a clock. You can see there's like actual physical markers that you can see that are happening in your reality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? That change. And so it can be easier yeah. to get in touch with that. Yeah. I want to double click on that because I think even if we are talking about women having a monthly cycle, even within the context of a day, we're all having a cycle as well. Or even from hour to hour, we might be moving through different, um, like, different like ways of being that are more conducive to some things versus others. Really great point. Yeah, totally. Like mm-hmm. our circadian rhythm. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if I try to get something done from that four to eight period that has anything <laughs> to do with creativity, it's just like, it's not going to go well. That's my, that is my time to fuck off. If I, if I you know, I want to read, I'm going to play a video game. I'm going to, we're going to watch a show or something. You know what I mean? Uh, cook, cooking is a really nice thing to do in that time. Playing with Pixie. Um, so yeah. So like, stacking your time, but, but sleep. So do the check-in for sleep is not eight hours. Not, it's not about some number of hours of sleep. Ask yourself, ask your spirit, am I getting enough sleep? Cause sleep debt is a real thing. Am I getting enough sleep? It doesn't matter how many hours you're getting. Ask your body. Am I getting enough sleep? Same thing with nutrition. Ask your body. Am I getting the nutrition that I need in order to operate at my highest and best levels. And then movement. Movement, I think, is a really useful one to to think about in a slightly different way than maybe the mainstream narrative, which is it's not about like getting buff or being strong. You know, movement is about, so in Chinese medicine, we talk about there's like two causes of disease, essentially. There's yin diseases and yang diseases. So there's like, we don't have enough stuff, enough nutrition. That's the nutrition piece that we just talked about. And the young diseases are like, or that we have enough stuff, but it can't get to where it's going in the world. So uh, like there, it might get stuck somewhere and then that's a problem, or it might not have enough energy to get to where it's going. And that might be a problem. And so what movement is about is about one, getting our energy levels up 
right? Like stoking the internal fires and two, opening up the body so that the resources can make it so that your blood can make it to all of the different parts of your body so that your circulation can make it so that your lymph can make it. Right. And so movement helps to think of it, not just like exercise, because you might be exercising a lot, but still missing some key pieces of movement that aren't letting resources flow to your body. So just something to check in with the three physical, the four physicals, like where are you at in your cycle, whatever cycle that looks like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you getting nutrition? And then are you moving? Are your resources able to move around your body? Okay. So we check in on those first, because I think it's just really useful. You can have the best mindset in the world. And if we're under resource, if we don't get enough sleep, it's going to be a hard time finding will and motivation and excitement and enthusiasm and whatever in your reality. Yeah. I think, I think there's a really beautiful opportunity for self-acknowledgement in this because when we're ignoring those things and then having the experience of feeling drained and having really important things that we want to accomplish and then not being able to accomplish them and then feeling disappointed in ourselves, I think that if we just check in with our, with those four things and then make a decision and realize like actually now just isn't the time for those things because other more important things are lacking. And I think we can create some grace for ourselves and our body and being if we're doing that first. Yeah, totally. And in general, you know, like I think it's really useful to, to remember that you are in a relationship with yourself. We don't always think of that, you know, and what kind of relationship do you want to have with yourself? Do you want to have a relationship of a slave and a master with yourself? Or do you want to have a relationship of a lover? You know, I know what I want, you know? And if I have a lover, like, it's okay to be however you are right now. Now, I might get frustrated, you know? I might not, you know, have the best experience with you today, Paige, if the way that you are showing up or whatever, right? But I still love you. I still I have space for you to be that way in the world. And I, you know, and I can still love you exactly as you are right now. Right. And so that's the relationship that I personally want to have with myself. And I want to say that that is available to you. And and honestly, ask yourself, do you think you get more results in the world when you are showing up as a slave and a master, when you're having that kind of a relationship with yourself inside? Or are you getting better results when you're when you're showing up as a lover, as a friend, as as you have your own back? Which way do you tend to operate better? And just like yeah. get honest with yourself. Listen. Yeah, I'm being reminded right now of a previous podcast episode we did on values-based communication. And I think in that, I'm pretty sure in that episode, we made a distinction between a request versus a demand. And then thinking about like, am I, the result might be the same. I might be able to like guilt or shame myself into showing up a certain way and I might actually do it. But each time I interact with myself that way, I deteriorate the quality of the relationship that it's okay to be me and it's okay to have a tired day that goes away when we're saying like, okay, you can be enough once you've done all of these things on your task list. And then we create like a resistance pattern around like, actually, I don't feel like facing shame and guilt today and I'm going to rebel. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, and so I think we can maybe shift into starting to talk about like what actually does work for these sorts of things and what does work to have a, have an aligned life. So I, I think it's really useful to just hold space for this. You will only ever do anything in your whole life ever. If you want to do it. Okay. Now you might add one other con con 
condition, which is if you want to do it or if you are forced to do it. That said, even when you're forced to do something, it is only because you want something. Okay. And so another way of looking at that is like, we will only ever act for two reasons, either to get something that we want or to get away from something that we don't want. And those are our, those are our in that are, and those are essentially the same thing. That's just two different ways of looking at it. Right. And so it's really, I think really useful to remember that every action you ever take in the world, you will only ever do it because you want something. And you might, you know, you might, have an argument in your head and say, well, I'll go to the gym, but I don't want to go to the gym. But it's like, well, you do. You want something about going to the gym. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. And maybe that thing is because you want to be stronger or you want to have, you know, health and you want to live a long time or you, or you don't want to feel pain. Right. So I think it's just really useful to remember that no matter what you do in your life, every moment of every day, you are only ever going to do something because you want to do it. Or if you prefer because you don't want something else or you want to do it. You're either moving toward or away from something. All right. And just remembering that, that that's useful. Okay. Because then this here, we start to have the opening to like what the story and the struggle of willpower is all about. The white knuckling thing is all about is that we're, we're trying to like want something that we don't want. Oh, I will just make myself want something that I don't want. You know, mm-hmm. and this is where we get into trouble because this is where we start to like, I think, damage our relationship with ourselves. Yeah. Is this, it seems like this is kind of where should need to have to got a language starts to come up. Exactly. Yeah. That should have to gotta need to. And like, mm-hmm. we think that that story is true at the mm-hmm. moment. Like, I should be doing this, but the thing is, and I love that Byron Katie has such a beautiful way of talking about this because this, the should language, you know, when you're saying should, that should be that way. That shouldn't be that way. Unless you're talking about the way that it actually is right now, you're, it's not true. You're arguing with reality. You're arguing with reality. Yeah. You're arguing with reality. And she says, and when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time, (laughs) which I think is hilarious. It's a really fun, like tongue in cheek way to say that, but it's true. You don't, you don't have to do anything and you shouldn't do anything that you're not already doing. You have to do the things that you are currently actively doing because you're currently actively doing them, right? That's just the way that reality is. And any other language or any other story about the way that things should be in some like quote unquote alternate universe or whatever, what does it even mean to say I should be doing that thing? You know what I mean? It's like, we're, we're like making up some story, a fantasy and it can break rapport with ourselves. And it does break rapport with ourselves. That's what, when we use that language, oh, I should be doing that thing. What we're saying is like, I am not worthy unless I do that thing and I'm not doing that thing. Right. Or some version of that. Yeah. So really useful to, to recognize that in this should ought to need to have to language, get rid of it. First of all, cause it's not useful. It's never true and it's not useful. So catch yourself using this kind of language. Cause it's just not useful and it's not true. And if it's not useful and it's not true, what the fuck are we even, <laughs> why are we, why are we holding this language? What do you recommend that people replace that language with? Yeah. So, and this is, this is the essence of this whole thing. So I'm so glad you're asking this because this is like really the point of, I think the antidote to white knuckling things is you find your desire and you focus on your desire, the thing that you want. Okay. And you get just really clear, crystal clear, focus on what you want and you quit pretending that there's something else other than what you want. 
And so, so the need to, have to, should, should, whatever, all that language. When you catch yourself using that language, stop and ask yourself, what is the desire? What is the craving behind that? And focus your energy on that and connect with that and, and continue to connect with it. Okay. So many of the things that we've got on that should have to need to whatever list, they're not actually things that we want. And if we, if we don't want the thing itself, so now we're back to the three reasons that we procrastinate, right? The, this is the values alignment reason, right? If you don't want something, you won't do it. Remember, that is the only reason we do anything in the world is because we want it. Yeah, it seems like there might be opportunity because in my experience, people are more connected to what they don't want. And so it seems like the desire sometimes can be hidden. So we can sometimes tap into like what the fear is and then transform that fear into the desire if it doesn't always. Because I think at least especially for women, oh, I don't know what I want. I'm not sure. And if you even ask people like, what do you want? They'll give you a list of what they don't want. Yeah, you can hear that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want these things. Yeah, and we can turn and we can transform those. We can turn those around. And that's a way to get at this. If you're if you're unacquainted with the language of desire in you. Right? Then that's certainly a thing that you can do for sure. Great great practical tip. Yeah. So but ask yourself what you want. What what is the thing what is the thing that you want or what is the thing that you don't want? And then what and then what is the opposite of that thing maybe? Yeah. That's one way to get at it. Right. What would be the opposite of that thing? Right. But connect with your, connect with your desire. Like, look, okay. Taxes. Fuck taxes. (laughs) Right. I don't like taxes. I don't want to do them. Whatever. I don't, I don't, but well, I'm going to pretend for a second that I care about jail or whatever, but I I might, might, (laughs) but I might care about not going to jail. Okay. Right. And so like, I like, I value my freedom. So I don't want to go to jail and now I can transform that. I don't want jail. I do want freedom because I live in a, in a place where there, there's a big gang that says you either pay your taxes or you go to jail. Right. Well then, even if I quote unquote, don't want to do taxes, I want freedom. I want freedom and doing taxes or figuring out a way to do taxes to get taxes done is a, is literally a way for me to figure out how to have freedom without having to fight the government. So, <laughs> so the, the same is the same can be said for everything. So we want to really like root ourselves in our desire and keep ourselves focused on our desire. Okay. So that's like one thing is, is remembering the end, connecting back with the end. And every time we're using the have to need to should language, the white knuckling language, any of that stuff, take a moment to pause and ask yourself, like, what is it that you actually actively want from this thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and once we connect with that, there's another question that I want to invite you to ask, which is, can I think of any other way that I can get that experience without doing this thing that I don't want to do? You mean the experience of like whatever value is underlying right. this desire? Yeah. So, yeah. So let me give, let me give another example. So the gym, we mentioned the gym earlier and a lot of people have a relationship with the gym where it's like, I don't want to go to the gym, right? But I want health. I want to feel mm-hmm. good in my body. Okay. Cool. Great. Awesome. So I, now we've connected with the desire. I want to feel good in my body. I want to like feel movement. I want to have, you know, I want to have energy and I want to be capable of like moving things around in the world. Okay. Can you think of any other way to get that 
other than without going to the gym, with doing something that you would like more? Any other like, way? Like trampoline dodgeball? Like trampoline dodgeball. <laughs> like going to the like going to the bridge over there with my staff and stretching out and using the staff to move my body because it feels really good to move my body actually. When I ask myself like what is what kind of movement is my body craving right now? It feels really good to do that stuff. It's not pain. It's not it's not something that I like have to do or should do. Hmm. It feels delightful actually. It's really yeah. lovely to go breathe on a bridge in the middle of the woods at night <laughs> for mm -hmm. me. You know what I mean? And stretch and strengthen. Yeah. Right? What do you think about when there are multiple desires and maybe they feel like they're in conflict? Like, oh, I have all this stuff in the business that wants to get done. How can I do that and go move my body? Yeah, totally. And this is a big one. And so, and I think this is the topic for another podcast and maybe we'll do a part two on this uh, for this, because then, then we're the other part of this. And again, remember I said, there's like just a lot of different parts of this topic, <laughs> but prioritization is another part. What are our big rocks? You know what I mean? We started doing this and this was like a, a really recent thing because we're doing the mindset gym. And it's like, there's just so many things that could be done at any given time. There's so many possible activities. We have so many things. And so then I go into my like to-do list and it's like, Jesus, things I could, and I know there's a part of my brain that's like, I, it will take me 27 weeks to get all those things done. Right. And so I, I see that and I just like start to feel super overwhelmed and I'm not really clear on how doing those things is going to get me to my result. I start to, I start, start to lose the desire mm -hmm. in the list of things. Because you're falling out of maybe possibility. Maybe I'm falling out of possibility, mm -hmm. you know, or the how to do mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Because because think all those lists or all those tasks to do, each one of them has its own series of small steps that there are to be taken. And I might not know when I'm looking at that list what those small steps are. And so then I like, I start to like get shaking <laughs> about all of the, just <laughs> yeah. like the... The, the different things. And then there's the moving my body. And then there's the, you know, being in love with my wife. And then there's the playing with my dog. And then there's the managing my social calendar. And then there's the learning that the things that I want to do. And there's just all the things to do. Right. And so that can start to feel really overwhelming. And that is its own reason why we can feel really drained. And like, we just need to white knuckle it or figure out better time management things or, or things like that. And so we'll talk about prioritization and how to think about prioritization in another podcast. But for, but for today's purposes, I want to just remind everyone, first, do yourself a favor and check in with the four physicals. Do you, are you taking care of your physical body? Okay. And are you, are you aligning with your physical energetics? Okay. And then, and then get in touch with your desire, find the want and you can, in the simple exercise, and I, I don't know if this came from um, Marshall Rosenberg's book, but that. There's a simple exercise that you can do where you take a, you make a list of all the things that you have to do. I have to da 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 da, and then you make a second column to the right of that that says I can do da 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 da, and it just feels it's a different energetic to say I have to do something versus I can do something, right? And then you make a third column, and then that third column says I want to. Da, 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 and if you're like, oh, but I don't want to do that thing again, ask yourself, well, you do want it because you want something. So you can say, I want to do blank because I want 
you know, or if I want, etc. Okay. And then on the final column, you say, I get to, I get to do And I was thinking the other day, I, I create, I'm craving doing, right? I'm craving moving, I'm craving nutrition, etc. So that would be the invitation. Check in with your Check in with your motivation, your intrinsic motivation. We didn't talk about autonomy, mastery, and purpose today. We'll talk about that in another podcast. But really, like, think about what is driving you as a person. Check in on your three physicals, and and this white knuckling can start to get better as soon as we start to check in with, like, you know, the intrinsic motivation. Nobody, you know, nobody, nobody says, "Oh, I wish I was motivated to go to the bathroom." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nobody ever says that because if I can go, you, you feel motivated and you go. Everybody has motivation. Everybody has it. It's just like, how do we align what we are motivated with, with our bigger goals and those activities that maybe the the activity itself isn't as exciting for us? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Any final thoughts? No, I think we covered it all. Great. Thank you all so much for listening. And, uh, and also, Hey, we're, we've got inscriptions open for the mindset gym right now. So if you want to be practicing connecting your desires with your will, we do that in a group in this mindset gym group. So feel free to check out the, the link in the show notes. And otherwise, thank you again for listening and for being a part of this podcast. Um, it's so exciting to see that it's making an impact on so many people in the world. And that is directly because you are listening right now. And I really appreciate you so much. Keep living your freedom. Keep loving your life. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Hey there, shifters. If you enjoy the podcast and you've been wanting to take your game to the next level, you might want to hear about our new program. We're calling it The Mindset Gym, and it's a virtual community where we take all the tips, tricks, and strategies, and we put them into practice. Ever notice how when you go to an exercise class, you always seem to push a little harder than when you work out on your own? Well, The Mindset Gym is like a group exercise class for your business. Imagine a community of badass business owners coming together a couple of times a month to work on their mindsets, strategies, and find some business besties. It's all about practicing together. Sound like something you might want to be a part of? Check out the link in the show notes or go to lucidshiftcoaching.com forward slash the dash mindset dash gym to learn more. Thanks so much for listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast. If you want to get the most out of your time here, think about this. What's the one thing from this episode that resonated the most for you? Asking that simple question can help anchor in your insights and remember who you want to be. If there was even a single thought in today's episode that helps you to become even 1% more free, then we are thrilled. If so, would you do us a favor? We're on a mission to spread the message of freedom and we could use your help. See, the algorithms love it when we get reviews, shares, comments, and likes, and then that helps other people like you to find the podcast and just maybe change their lives. So if you like what we're doing and you want to generate some positive karma for the day, please write us a review wherever you get your podcast love. See you next week. And in the meantime, live your freedom and love your life.